Good morning, good afternoon, good night, good whatever it may be for you right now. This is Lose the Taboo on Mental Health with Jared Cash. Buckle up, get ready, we going for a ride. Hey everybody, it's good to be back with you. I really wanted to focus this episode on just having a shorter episode with something that's just an encouraging truth for you here today. It's something that I've been wrestling with for a long time, it seems like, but here in the past months, really been something I've been trying to focus my mind on to speak this truth to myself because I wanted to go from not just my mind, but let it then make its way down to my heart because we know that when it makes its way down to its heart, that's where everything flows out of. We can hear a truth, we can know a truth, but until it becomes a part of who we are, it becomes a conviction, something that we believe in our heart, we can't feel confident that we truly are going to stand on that truth. So today I want to focus in on two words, and the two words are these, fear and courage. Fear, that's a powerful emotion. You think about fear in your life, think about fear just in general, in movies, anything. Fear is always used as a very powerful, dangerous emotion. When it's used in the right degree, fear is not always a bad thing, though. Fear, in the right context, in the, the right realm of what it's supposed to be, with its right purpose, is actually can be beneficial. It can warn us of potential dangers. But that's a very limited amount of time that fear is supposed to be used. It's really overall not supposed to be used anywhere in the amount of of times and the amount of seasons of our life that we allow it to be a big part of, of what we do, who we are, how we think. Fear, when it's taken to the extreme and when it becomes something that we constantly have hanging over us, that's when it becomes crippling. That's when it can even become life altering. It can become something that that can end up being one of the biggest robbers of your joy. Picture having joy in your life, in your heart, and there's this constant thief that's trying to come in and rob you of that joy, and that can be fear. It can be looking to see if any windows are open, any doors are cracked, if there's any part of the roof that is weak that it can make its way in because it wants to grab your joy. It wants to take it away. And reality is that for a lot of us, that may be sinking in. It may be something that that feels true in our life. From what I've learned from my personal experience, what you may say from your life, from what you've seen, what I've seen from so many other people around me is that when it comes to mental illness, there tends to be an unnecessary, unhealthy view of fear. Fear can play such a big negative role in our lives when it comes to mental illness at times where it can feel like it's out of control. For me, as I look back at some of the hardest times in my life uh, when it comes to my mental illness, it's easy to identify that I have at times been so afraid of what could happen, so afraid of the state that I could be left in, so afraid of, of what, could, what could happen with my mental illness And it's that fear that kept crippling me. It's that fear that at times felt bigger, more in my face than anything else. And after my panic attack, I know I look at that and it's so easy to to think back and to realize, wow, I was so afraid after my panic attack. I was afraid of what life was going to look like. I was afraid of if I was going to have another panic attack. Just the thought of having another panic attack was crippling. 
it, it made me not even want to get out of bed. I mean, there were so many things that I was scared of for a long time because I allowed fear to continue to grow and grow. And with my depression, the same thing. In those low moments, my mind can start to drift off and it can tell me, hey, life's not going to get better. It can tell me that this low state that I'm in, it's always going to be the case. There's no use of even trying. And I can start to believe those lies. Really, the way that I picture it is that fear becomes a bully. And in my life, it's become a bully at different times taking my lunch money. And instead of me trying to fight back like I may have in the beginning of the first days of school, it's like that bully of fear comes. And at this point, (laughs) there's times where I just put my hand out with the money and say, go and take it. I know what you want. And I don't want that. And you may look at your life and you may say, yeah, that's the same thing for me. Fear plays such a big role. When you really dissect things, you may say, wow, you know what? I have let fear, the thought of, of what could happen, the thought of my life will never get better. I'm scared to try new things. I'm scared to seek help. I'm scared to, to live my life in the way that I want to because I don't know what's going to happen. This fear seems to overshadow everything. It can begin to play such an unhealthy role in your life that it changes your perspective on everything. That's what fear does. Fear tries to convince you to believe the lies, to cripple you, to rob you of your joy, especially when you're taking on new responsibilities, especially when you're taking on these new adventures. You're walking through unknown territory. There's uncertain situations. That's when fear really comes knocking on your door. Satan wants that. Satan wants nothing more than for you and I to focus in on these fears. Satan wants us to believe those lies because the more that we believe it, just that one time that we believe it, we're that much closer to allowing that that lie to become a part, to set foundation, to set down roots in our heart. So he continues to put us in opportunities, ways of, of it sh- overshadowing us so that we start to believe that lie. But if there's anything we know in scripture, God wants the opposite for our life. God's word says something completely different than the lies of Satan and praise God for that. God knew how big of a deal this would be. God knew before any humans were created and as human race continued to to continue, he knew this was going to be a big deal. He knew that fear, crippling fear, would be something that people struggle with, something that you struggle with, something that I struggle with. And that's why in his scripture, he made sure that there was something repeated over and over. When something's repeated, it usually means that it's really important. Sometimes it can mean, oh, someone forgot and they said it again. But when it's repeated a ton, you know that it's important. It's supposed to be there to constantly remind you. And that's why we see the phrase, fear not, appears in the Bible 365 times. Let that sink in. 365 times, God made sure that we knew that we did not have to fear. We did not have to be afraid. That's once a day for the whole year. He wanted us to wake up and to start the day knowing, I do not have to fear. I do not have to be afraid of the day. I do not have to be afraid of what may come my way with mental illness. I do not have to be afraid of the different things that that seem to be so overwhelming, that seem to be right there about to conquer me. I do not have to fear. 
And it's in those moments we have the ability, we have the power because of the strength that God provides, because he says, you don't have to be afraid. You can have courage through me. It's in those moments that we can look at our lives and say, yeah, I might have anxiety during different times of the day. I might feel the weight of my depression. I might experience highs and lows with my bipolar disorder. I might experience severe moments in my day with PTSD. I might have foggy thinking because of my schizophrenia. I might have this or that, no matter what mental illness we may deal with, but I do not have to be afraid of it. I do not have to let it be in control. It does not have to call the shots. It does not have to rule my life. Because God not only wants to end with that phrase, he doesn't want to just say fear not and be done with it. He continues on and his word makes it crystal clear. You not only have to fear, but you can come to a source for strength. You can come to me and find strength in me, your creator, your father. We can find courage in the presence of God. I love the verse Isaiah 41, 1. It says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. That is such a beautiful, comforting, powerful verse. So much truth in that. It's reminding us that whether you realize it or not, every circumstance that you face, every difficulty that you endure, Every moment of the day that you walk through, even the ordinary moments, God is right there with you. You're not walking that alone. God's not just waiting off to the side and he has to get a phone call from us to come and and be with us, to be in our presence. No, we are in the presence of God always. He's with us. And no matter what we walk through, no matter what difficulty, no matter how overwhelmingly insane our mental illness feels, No matter how low we get, no matter how exhausted and stressed we come from it, we know that God is with us and he promises to not let it overcome us. He promises to equip us and to give us courage so that we can overcome the fear in our life. And the thing that I've seen to be true in so many people's life is the more they lean into the strength and they find courage in the arms of God, the the more natural it becomes. And yeah, the mental illness may still be there in spurts or may still be there for the rest of their life, but they've learned not to allow it to rule over their life, to control their life. But when they do find themselves in those moments where it becomes bad, they don't try to rely on their own strength and power. They run to the source, the the never-ending source, the courage that comes from God. I wanted to share a quote that has been so powerful for me. I love it. It's from a man named Crawford Lortis. Lortis? I hope I said that right. Courage doesn't mean that I'm not afraid. It means that I fear God more than I fear my environment. It means that I trust in divine resources more than the resources of man. Courage is not saying you'll never have fear. It's saying at the end of the day, I'm going to fear my Lord more than I'm going to fear anything that this earth could throw at me. The worst that this earth could do is to take me out. And at that point, I'm going to be with with my Savior anyways. But there's nothing that's, that's as powerful as God. There's nothing on this earth that could overwhelm me, that God doesn't have the ability to shelter me from, to shield me from, or to give me the strength to endure. So I'm going to choose to find my courage in God. 
doesn't mean I'm not afraid. It just means that I'm finding what I need to stand on. I'm finding a foundation that's secure. And that's what I'm choosing to stand on, no matter what comes my way, no matter what fear tries to do to me, no matter what kind of bully it tries to be for the day, I make the choice. You make the choice. For me, that's an encouraging, comforting truth. I hope it is for you. I hope you take that and you realize, yeah, I'm going to be doing everything I can to believe that truth. And it may take every day saying, I do not have to fear. I do not have to let this control my life. And if it's an everyday thing, let it be an everyday thing for the rest of your life. And it can begin to change the quality, the perspective of your life. I wanted to let you know something really exciting as well. I had a doctor's appointment uh, just this other day, and I went in and I met with my doctor. And I've been seeing this doctor for 11 years, just about. I think that's as I did the math. It's been a long time since I've been in math. But uh, about 11 years that I've been seeing him, and he's been helping me walk through uh, throughout the years, different medications based on how my body, as I grew, as I got older, as I matured, uh, and just as things change, he's been helping me navigate to figure out what medication is going to help me best succeed. That's going to help balance things out so I can have the best quality of life. And, you know, I talk about how powerful counseling is in the same degree. Having a doctor help me walk through medication has been one of the biggest resources in my life as well. I'm extremely thankful for this man, Dr. Arp, and what he's done uh, in my life to just help me realize that the stigma doesn't have to be true and that medication doesn't make me weaker, doesn't make me less of a follower of Jesus. It just helps set me up for success, helps balance things out. And so I was talking with him and he is so excited about this podcast and coming on and we were talking about it, and there's a lot of great things coming from a medical doctor uh, that he's going to be able to share that I think will be really interesting for you and maybe even some light bulb moments. So I want to let you know that's I'm going to be recording with him in two or three weeks, but I want you to have the opportunity, if you have questions, medical questions that you would like to ask him, uh, you can send those to me, and if we have time, then I'll make sure and go through a couple questions, and, and maybe we'll be able to get your question in for Dr. Arp to be able to answer. So if you have any type of question, uh, you can send those to the email contact at jaredcash.com. So it's contact at jaredcash.com. Send them there. I'll look through them, and, and if we have time, we'll have Dr. Arp answer them. But we also have an episode coming up uh, that's specifically walking through OCD with how that looks, especially with the physical health aspect. And so that's a great episode coming up. We have the episode with Dr. Arp, tons of great episodes in the future. Um, So it's just a neat journey that we're going on. Uh, So I'm glad that you're walking through it with me. Thanks so much for the support, and I'll see you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please subscribe and share with others so they can join us on this journey. I'll see you next time.